The Mark of the Beast. First Brit takes a bank chip in his right hand. Oh, that's the uh, topic for today. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you know, there was an article in the New York Sun regarding a man named Arnie Zolk who had a chip put in his hand. Now, apparently, this is the first Brit, meaning the uh, man from Britain, uh, that had this done. It's a bank chip. Now, we've, we've heard about these chips before. You know, different chips, you can do different things. But apparently, this is the first time a bank chip was put in a man's hand over there in Britain. So if you look on your screen, it says chip and skin. I pay for things by swiping my hand after having bank card implant put under my skin. So it says a dad is the first Brit to get microchip with a bank card implant, letting him pay with just his hand. Isn't that interesting? Imagine going into Walmart and, you know, you're waiting online at one of those self-checkouts and you see a guy swiping his hand. You say, whoa. I never saw that before. So this is what's going on here. It says the chip allows uh, Arnie to pay with just his hand. And there he is uh, with a copy of the son. So uh, the story goes on to say a British father is the first in the nation to be implanted with a safety pin size bank chip. Arnie Zoke, 40. Uh, this is, by the way, this is from KSL News Radio. Arnie Zoke, 40, paid... Uh, 350 pounds, I guess that is, which is $394 American dollars, to have the new technology inserted into his hand in Germany. Is this the future for people who don't want to carry a wallet or a purse? It has been reported that in Sweden, 4,000 people have body chips linked to their bank accounts, according to Daily Mail. So, um... You know, a couple of the people there on their program, I guess, KSL News Radio, they had a discussion. Is the bank chip in body out of hand? I love technology. I have all the technology, and I want more of it, Dave said. This is where I draw the line, where you are inserting a bank chip under my skin, like you're slicing open my skin, and you're stuffing one in and then sewing it up. Debbie felt differently. Just think of the convenience, Debbie Jujanovic replied, so it allows him to just walk up to a device, you know, like you do when you're checking out at a Target or Walmart, whatever, and you put your hand up against a machine. It's contactless, so you don't have to actually, like, dig around in the bottom of your purse for your last bank card. Uh, Dave pointed out the technology is in your smartphone, not in your hand, and um, apparently they, they, they went on and on discussing this thing, and they went on to say, what's the big deal? Fido and Fluffy are chipped. So you've heard of animals, especially dogs being chipped. You know, if the dog runs away from home, um, somebody finds them, they can scan that uh, dog and find out where that dog uh, lives, where, where, where he's uh, going to be brought back to. So, you know, apparently this was a big discussion over here in the Daily Mail. Again, it says pure stupidity. Man who's had his bank card chipped implanted in his hand so that he doesn't have to carry a wallet, leaves this morning viewers unimpressed. So there was a lot of uh, conversation regarding this uh, stuff. Now, you've uh, heard things like this before. You've heard discussions. You know, is this the mark of the beast? You know, there are many discussions regarding the end times, especially in uh, Revelation 13 and 14, and, uh, you know, I've probably heard a million different 
explanations of what the mark is, 666 and everything else. I try to remain, you know, neutral or out of the conversation. I, I don't feel the Holy Ghost has revealed anything really extra special. And I believed, you know, we have the Holy Spirit, ladies and gentlemen, that the Holy Spirit is going to show us exactly what we need to know as that day draws closer. Some say this is in the past, so it's not the future. You know, there are many different things, and that's understandable. Some things are hard to be understood, as the Apostle Paul uh, said, you know, especially in the book of uh, Revelation. So what I'm going to do here, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just going to give you, uh, give me my three cents. Uh, let me read Revelation 13, verses 16 to 18 for you. It says, And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell, save he or except he that had the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred, three score, and six. You know, I've seen different explanations, you know, in Latin and stuff. They bring it off uh, to come to the conclusion that it's, you know, the Pope or it's it's some other person. So as I said, you know, uh, different things like this, how, how they figure this out, letters and stuff like that. Uh, I can't tell you whether they're right or whether they are wrong, okay? One thing we have to realize, folks, now, for instance, this gentleman named, um, I think, what was his name, Arnie? Uh, he took that little mark and uh, he took that little, <laughs> he took that little uh, chip in his hand and um, he was using it to buy uh, his goods. You know, he wanted to make life more convenient, more easy, if you would. So, did that man take the mark? No, obviously. What I want to show you here is that the mark is associated with a system, ladies and gentlemen. So in other words, um, it has to be intertwined with worshiping uh, somebody that's not Christ, obviously, worshiping an image of somebody who is evil without question. So that's the point I want to make here. And um, Let's go now to Revelation 14, verses 9 to 11. It says, And the third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If any man worship the beast and his image, and receive his mark in his forehead or in his hand, the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation, and he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment ascendeth up forever and ever, and they have no rest day nor night who worship the beast and his image, and whosoever receiveth the mark of his name. So when we talk about the mark of the beast, folks, it's associated with worshiping, something that God would not have you to worship. You're worshiping the beast, you're worshiping his image. So it's that goes together with taking a mark in your right hand or in your forehead. You know, a lot of people wonder why the forehead, some, why the uh, right hand. Uh, it's a very simple explanation. Some people don't have hands, folks. Some people don't have a right hand or left hand. Uh, my wife has a relative who... 
lost his arm in, in, in the workplace, his entire arm. So people don't have a, a right arm, okay? So where, where are they going to get it put? Right in the forehead, okay? Right in the forehead. You know, during this COVID, you know, you go to the doctor uh, or in other places. I know you walk in the door. They were taking your temperature. They went right up to your forehead, and they, they scanned with that little um, device, the thermometer uh, that you hold. I have one at home, too. So... You, 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 they were taking your temperature. Now, easily you could scan. You go to the supermarket. You you go to Walmart. And I use it all the time. You, you buy a, a case of water. You take that little device off and you scan it, right? Uh, that's just so easy to do. You know, they're scanning the UPC code. So we know that it's easy uh, to do. Now, if you take a look at Revelation 14, one thing we do know, folks, that those who do take that uh, mark, there is no question about it. They're going to be damned forever. Don't listen to people who tell you, tell you that you can take the mark and still be saved. I'm here to tell you today. This much I know, and I can tell you by the power of the Holy Spirit, you take that mark, you, you are not going to be in heaven. Trust me. Trust, trust the Word of God is a better way to put it. Right here in, in, in the Bible, folks. Right there. This is spiritual principle, folks. And as I said, the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, you know, as the day approaches, you know, you're going to find out the real deal about this whole thing regarding the mark, okay? John 14 and 26, it says, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. One thing I can tell you, folks, is that the Holy Ghost will not let you down. The Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, same thing will not let you down. He's the comforter. God loves his people. So no matter what is coming, God's going to be there for you. Don't doubt that for a second. There is a spiritual principle, folks. You remember back in uh, the book of Daniel, read Daniel chapter 3. You probably know this story about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And you know how they wa wanted everybody uh, to bow down uh, and uh, when that, uh, let me read uh, Daniel 3, 10 and 11 to you. Thou, O king, hast made a decree that every man that shall hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, and dulcimer, and all kinds of music shall fall down and worship the golden image. And whosoever, and whoso falleth not down and worshipeth, that he should be cast into the midst of a burning fiery furnace. Let me read to you uh, Daniel chapter 3 verses 10 to 11. Thou, O king, hast made a decree that every man that shall hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, and dulcimer, and all kinds of music, shall fall down and worship the golden image, and whoso falleth not down and worshipeth, that he should be cast into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. Now, what is the principle? The principle is this, folks, that if you want to buy and sell, you're going to take that mark and you're going to worship the image of the beast. So here we have the same basic thing here. If you don't fall down and do what they say here and, and come and worship before their little god, a big god, <laughs> what, was the, what was the outcome? You see that? What is the principle? So... So remember Daniel 3. 
they don't obey, what happens? Let's read. Thou, O king, hast made a decree that every man that shall hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, and dulcimer, and all kinds of music shall fall down and worship the golden image. And whoso falleth not down and worshipeth, that he should be cast into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. So what happens when, when you don't worship the golden image? You're going to be cast into the burning, fiery furnace. It was either or. Either you do this, or we're going to do this. You're going into that burning, fiery furnace. So, what happened? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they didn't want to do it. So, this is what happened, verse 12. There are certain Jews whom thou hast set over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These men, O king, have not regarded thee. They serve not thy gods, nor worship the golden image, which thou hast set up. Do you see that? So Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego, they were serving the Lord, the true and living God. They refused to participate in what the religious system, the pagan people of that time, Wanted to do it. I said, no, we ain't doing this at all. Okay? And uh, you know that, that uh, uh, the king said, you know, Nebuchadnezzar, he said, look, this is the deal. We're, we're going to toss you in there if you don't do this. Let me go to D uh, uh, Daniel 3, verses 17 to 18 to s uh, show you what their response was. If it be so, our God, whom we serve... <clears throat> so now let me show you their response. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. If it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So, you, you know, you can read that chapter for yourself. You know what happened, folks. Did they get tossed into the fiery furnace? Did, did that happen? Yes, it, yes. Could God have prevented them from going into that? Yes. So what happened when they went into it? They, they, they didn't get burned, folks. There wasn't even a stench of smoke upon them. And, and, and the man looked in there and, and he says, didn't we throw three guys in there? Uh, you know, I, I see four people walking around in there. And, and who, did, who was the fourth one? one? Somebody who looks like the Son of God. Who do you think that was? That was a pre-incarnate Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The King of kings and the Lord of lords. So what's the point, folks? What is the point of this whole thing? The, 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 the message here today, folks, is that no matter what comes, when we're talking about uh, the mark of the beast— you know, if you see, you know, I, I just did that documentary, folks, and I spoke about the people who were martyred. The same principle, the people who stood for the word of God against the Church of Rome, which is still preaching her counterfeit doctrines to this very day, they said, no way, we refuse to do this. We refuse to recant what was done to them. Many of them were put to the flames. They were burnt at the stake. Oh, yes, they were. Same principle, the false gods, paganism. The Roman Catholic system is filled with pagan idolatry. And, and the Pope desires worship. The vicar of Christ on earth. You see the same principle, same thing. Same thing, same principle. You got the true people of God, you got the counterfeits. Oh yes, so, so you got a, a choice to, to make. Absolutely got a choice 
to make. And um, you know, I encourage you, by the way, to to watch that um, document documentary that I did. Uh, in fact, I'm going to give you a screenshot of some of the different parts that are in that video. When you go to the that video, if if you click on Show More, you'll see that uh, drop down further. Uh, you can click on different parts. Look on the screen there. This is just a screenshot, and you'll see the different parts of that video. My testimony. And then uh, becoming a new creation in Jesus Christ. I talk about the counterfeit sacrifice of the mass and so on. And Thomas Aquinas, heretics must be exterminated. And, and then I go into the people that compromise uh, with Rome and so on and so forth. So uh, I, I put that there, folks. So you're able to click on any part because uh, the, um, the video itself is over three and a half hours long. So I know people are not going to sit down and watch that at one point at the at the same time uh, probably not I'm going to say so you can go back and just click on on a part if you want to uh, do a study and come back uh, whatever uh, that's why I did that and make it easier for you to see that folks so the principle that I wanted to get across here folks is you know with this talk of the mark of the beast and it comes up you know often enough people want to know what the mark of the beast is can I take it and still go to heaven no if, 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 if this is future, like we believe it to be, probably, unless, unless the Lord shows us, no, this is not what you think it is. But the Holy Spirit, folks, he will, he will give you the witness in the Spirit. Oh, yes, he will. But what I'm saying here today, folks, as I said in that documentary, you are being conditioned, you see? You know, this whole thing with the Roman Catholic Church and how many people have succumbed to the pressure. They're being conditioned. So now you have a system that has preached a counterfeit gospel. They, they uh, tormented people. They tortured people. They put them to the flames. And, and those people were standing against the pagan idolatry. They were like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Okay? Brave souls, men and women. And now, now today, you have all these big-name, well-known people and many of them multimillionaires, by the way, they, they dance with Rome. You see that, folks? So, so something's wrong, <laughs> if, if you know what I'm saying. And in that video, as I said, you know, I spoke about that one uh, young lady. There was a lady by the name of Anne Askew, and she was only 25 years old. Think about the bravery, the courage that this young lady had. She refused to recant. In fact, she told the man who tried to get her to recant. He recanted and said, you know, you should do the same thing. She said to him, it's better, it would have been better if you were never born. Wow. She, she was speaking in the Holy Ghost. The woman was so persecuted, she was tortured. She was put on the rack. The rack was a device that they used to torture people. And what they do is they, was, they would have their arms tied above them and their feet below. And then they would start pulling on the rack until, uh, until they could pull your arms out, and they, they separated her limbs, and, and her, 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 her legs they became disjointed, uh, and they had to put her in a chair. They actually carried Anne Askew by chair to the stake, ladies and gentlemen, to be burnt, and they chained her to that stake because she would have just fell down. She couldn't stand up. That is wicked, folks. Do you see what I'm talking about, folks? We're dealing with people who were probably demon-possessed. These were children of the devil, you see? What do you think, they're moving in the spirit, uh, uh, torturing people, uh, burning them at the stake, and they're serving God? They are serving God. They're serving the God of this world, who is the devil. 
So I'm going to leave it there, folks. I hope you learned a, a little something about this thing with the mark of the beast. Uh, so you know uh, that people are being conditioned, okay? Uh, they are being conditioned that this is not a big deal. It's so easy. We can just put this right in your hand. It's a little, a little, just a little thing here. And before you know it, you know, everybody starts doing this. And the next thing you know, there's a big event, a world-shaking event. And they say, oh, with the banking industry and everything's collapsing. We don't know what to do. And before you know it, you find yourself wrapped up in something that you would never believe could happen in your lifetime. So I'm going to leave it this. This is something for you to ponder, ladies and gentlemen. As I said, don't take my word for it. Pray to the Lord. Study the scriptures for yourself. And I'm here to tell you that the Holy Ghost will show you. He will show me. If you are a born-again believer, uh, I'm talking to Christians. If you've never been born again, hear me now. You are not a Christian. If you've never been born again, you are not a Christian. You must be born again. That's what Jesus said. He didn't say maybe, could be, possibly. He said must be. You must be born again. So as the days go darker, uh, so as the days grow darker, you want to get closer and closer to the Lord, for we know not what day he cometh. Be blessed.